0: gentlemen. Welcome back to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. We hope that you are engaged, enthralled, that you've had a wonderful day and are ready to open your mind and expand into a new territory and learn something new today. I am Stacy Johnston. I'm honored to be here with you and equally honored to sit beside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today?
1: I am... Doing great. <coughs> I've had an issue pushing buttons this morning, so I apologize
0: ahead of time. It's okay. How are you? We seem to have... I'm, I'm excellent. You know, it kind of seems to be that day we've got conference and connection and I can't hear things going on, but to me, I think sometimes that's how the enemy steps in to try to prevent us from putting out beautiful information. Right? Sometimes I believe he just steps in to try to keep you from shining light. And... Uh, I don't know about you, but I refuse to let him win today. So let's get this conversation going. What intrigues you the most about these conversations? Like that right there intrigues me. Oh, no, we're having it anyway. What, what pulls you into these?
1: Well, I don't know. I and mean, I think I've said it multiple times. I really I really appreciate the people. I appreciate hearing people's definitions and interpretations and feelings behind a specific word.
0: It's very enlightening. Beautiful. Beautiful way to look at it. All right, so let's get the show on the road today. Without further ado, we have a lovely lady joining us from India. She was kind and gracious enough to agree to come back and join us a second time on this podcast. She was a previous guest on our Uncaped Heroes, and we would love to Reintroduce to you. Angel, good morning. How are you?
2: Good morning. I'm doing good. How are you?
0: Doing well. Glad you're back with us. Yeah. Thank absolutely. you so much for
2: having me again.
0: We're glad you're here. Let's kick this conversation off. Today we're gonna to have a conversation about the word fear.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So when you hear the word fear, tell us what is that about for you? What is that? What's your definition?
2: Oh, um, you know, like uh, I have been—I uh, um, would—I say I suffered from anxiety uh, and uh, I would say borderline depression for uh, two years almost when I was in my previous job. So fear for me is being in that state again. Like if I. It's nothing other than that. As soon as I hear the word fear, like that was the time when I experienced fear at its, like, the highest.
0: Mm. That's pretty good. You know, a lot of times we don't own the fact that fear of just going back to what we were before. I really like that. Fear of the returning to the previous you before you grew. That's beautiful. Cassie, how about you? When you hear the word fear, what does that mean to you?
1: A fear to me is an obstacle, okay. okay something that you're afraid of, you either have to conquer your fear or change your path okay if you can't if you can't get over what scares you, then you can't move forward, right so fear just says obstacle for me but the good thing about obstacles is that they're made
0: to be jumped over Mm. I like that I like that you know to me fear is a lot of things again I I try really hard to take these words and put them inside Right? I can look at the outside concept of fear and I don't like spiders and I don't like creepy crawly things to get on me, I, I'm scared of it, right? I don't like to be outside late at night by myself. I catch myself running back into the house. I've got being chased, right? So I have little random weird things that I'm afraid of, you know, that I fear out in the outside world. But when I look at fear and turn it to the inside, it's courage that hasn't been prayed for yet. Right? If, if, I'm, if I'm fearful of something, to me that means that I haven't, then I need to open it up I need to lay that fear out. Because sometimes when it's out here, there's way more room out here than there is between my head and my heart. And so whatever I'm fearful of, if I put it out there to someone, to something, on a piece of paper, to the universe, to God, it it changes what it is. for me. it becomes something I can pray over and for, like you said, Cassie, to find my way over it, around it, through it, between it, because there's a way. And if I let it stop me, it will. It can become a force if I allow it. Okay. And where what does that take you?
2: Absolutely love that. I mean, um, you know, thinking it as an obstacle and obstacles are made so that we can cross over. I think it's such a uh, positive perspective to have and so refreshing to hear as well. Uh, I think that's wonderful. Cassie, how about you? Thank you. Cassie, how about you?
0: I
1: think that, I think that fear is one of the things that shuts people down the most. Mm-hmm. Right, the fear of change, the fear of the unknown, the fear of rejection, the fear of, you know, is that going to work? The fear of so many things is the one thing that shuts people down the very
0: most. I agree. I agree. I think, you know, when we, we all look at that place that we stand as coaches, as, as trainers, as mentors, as people that, that work with other people to help overcome and move forward, it's important for us to recognize what fear means to someone else, right? Because what fear means to me and what I'm afraid of, you might laugh at, right? Or think, are you kidding? Why are you afraid of that? Right? Like social media, learning how to. To, to put myself out on social media is fearful for me, right? <laughs> because I don't understand, right? Because I don't get all the concepts, because the algorithms throw me off for whatever reason, and multiple reasons. I have a lot of fear around that, and so it keeps me from taking the class, right? Stepping forward, getting it because I'm like, not, nah, you know. And so I find 900 reasons, kind like of going to the dentist. All right? I'm an instant I can cancel a dentist appointment because <laughs> I have a fear around it. But the people that you're working with, well, right? we see the obstacles. We see the, we see where they need to change. We see where the the motivation needs to come from. We see it all, but we do it sometimes without recognizing their fear in it and owning that for them. Kathy, Andrew, either one.
2: Yes, I think, um, you know. As Cassie was saying, fear holds people back. And I also feel like uh, for certain things, if you fear, if there is fear, it also means that you, uh, you know, it's just a step away and you you are just lacking a step behind. And if you take that step ahead and seek some support where needed, uh, I think you can overcome it. And it also shows that you care actually for that particular thing but it's just that one step that you need to take and move ahead of that fear. Um, And a lot of times people feel better. You know, they were like, why was I even afraid about that?
0: Once they finally get past it, they look back and go, that was silly.
2: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's (laughs) like, Even the things like the skydiving and uh, you know bungee jumping, even the the heights and everything. Once you're there, you're so much filled of fire. And once once it's done, you're like, okay, that was good. That was fine. Hmm. I don't know. I
0: don't know that I'll. Go ahead, sketch. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) I think about
1: little kids on the high dive at the swimming pool. Yes. Right. They're like, I don't want to do it. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. And then they jump the first time, and then you can't keep them off of it. <laughs> <laughs> so that this initial very jump. Yeah, that initial jump is
0: the yeah. the biggest obstacle. Sure. <clears throat> what a great training concept, right? So, take a minute, close your eyes, be that little kid on the diving board. You're going to make it. Just jump. Mm-hmm. Great visual for training. Okay, Chassie, so you brought up another question when you said children, when you talk about kids on the diving board. As a parent, how do you teach your children to have a healthy concept of fear? Because fear can also be preventative, right? You get little hairs on the back of your neck and sometimes fear for a specific reason. Like, hey, don't do that, right? And that, that, that part of that natural instinct of fear kicks in. So as you're working with children, And raising children, how do you differentiate between healthy fear and unhealthy fear?
1: I think it's different. Like my son is about to be eight, right? So explaining and talking to him about things that he's afraid of and letting him know that it's A, okay, B, it doesn't make him weak, and C, Really in the end there's probably not a reason to be afraid of it. You just have to you just have to go for it, right? My other two are smaller, so their fears are more, you know, I'm scared of the dark. There's a monster under my bed. You know, the boogeyman's outside, right? So mm. walking them in the bedroom with a flashlight, looking under the bed, right? There's not a monster under the bed. Showing them, you know, sitting with them in the dark to show them that they don't have to be afraid of the dark. Mm. Normalizing playing outside in the dark. You know, my kids love to play outside. So being outside in the dark is good for them because it shows them they're really, I mean, there's nothing to be afraid
0: of. Cool. I like that.
2: So, Andrew, how about you?
0: When you look at teaching the concepts of fear?
2: Mm -hmm. absolutely love that so you know also understanding actually where the fear is coming from i think is also a very uh, important point just understanding the basic fears are fine you know as kes was mentioning about the fear of dark and all of those it it happens in a childhood but when we grow up and there are certain fears related to particular things uh, you know we need to go back and look at the thing like where is it coming from what is the thing behind it I think that will help understand and you know rationalize a little bit and make it more logical for us to overcome it and along with the most important point that uh, Cassie mentioned is it's okay letting other people know um, it's okay that you're afraid of something like it doesn't make you weak you know a lot of people think that if they're afraid of a certain thing that makes them look weak because the other person is not afraid of the same thing but it doesn't have to be like that it's it's okay to be you know fearful of certain things it's it's fine
0: beautiful beautiful so when you face fear kathy are about to say something
1: no, I was just, I was just thinking, you know, the the older kids get, the easier it is to explain the fact that sometimes fear is healthy. Yeah. Right. I mean, for for elementary school kids, it's things like stranger danger, right? That is a healthy fear. Mm-hmm. Very important. But explaining to them why that's a healthy fear is very important.
0: I then they're just scared of everybody. And in your coaching business, how much mm-hmm. do you see fear play into it as an obstacle for people moving forward?
2: Oh, I see it all the time. And it happens mostly with putting themselves out on social media, as you were mentioning earlier. So that is the the biggest fear I see in a lot of business owners that uh, they have to show up on camera, they have to do all of these videos, they have to speak to their audience, uh, you know, they they have to do calls and all of that stuff. I think that is the uh, biggest fear that I see in people when they are in my coaching.
0: How do you help them overcome that?
2: Yes, so, you know, I always believe in taking smaller steps, uh, doing something that they are comfortable in, you know, just because someone else is doing a particular thing on social media, on, let's say, on Reels, or let's say on any sort of video thing, it, it and you are not comfortable doing that, and because the person is uncomfortable, uh, he or she thinks that, okay, I am not able to do this, and there is a fear that maybe, I, you know, I won't be able to do it. So I always tell them to take smaller steps and start doing that comes that is very comfortable for them. Like, If you don't like dancing for music on social media and you feel that you're not, you know, I don't want to do it, then I tell them there's no need to do it. Just because someone else is doing it doesn't really mean that you have to do it, right? So always take smaller steps and do something that you are, you know, as comfortable as possible in, and that will, you know, give that boost at least for you to begin with and you'll start noticing uh, the improvement as you go ahead.
0: I like that. Very sound right? and very logical. I love that. Just make it simple, right? Just do yeah. just do one thing, that leads to the next. Yeah. Kathy, how about you? When you look at the the coaching that you do, and let's look at the concept, positive recovery. How much do you think fear plays into that, and how do you guide through that fear?
1: Um. I think fear is the A1 reason that people have a hard time getting sober because when you are in the midst of addiction, right, you, the feelings, the emotions, the situations are irrelevant really at the time. So when you sober up, one of the first things you have to do is you have to sit with those emotions. You you have to sit with those situations and you have to sit with yourself. And the fear around that is
0: crazy
1: because it's something that they have tried so hard not to do.
0: Beautiful. But, But you see navigation through that fear right that's
1: i mean that's the only way that's the only way that you can get clean and stay clean is if you are willing to sit with and work through those emotions make you know do the things that you have to do inside so that you can fix what's happened
0: on the outside Hmm. beautiful I love it you know I think with the people that I'm the most drawn to that I work with the most it's that fear of it's that fear of change it's fear of who is underneath all the hats they wear fear of, of rediscovering who they are underneath because if that changes them then it changes the way they fit into other people's puzzle which makes other people uncomfortable and they don't want that so They'll pull back for fear of causing a ripple. They'll pull back and they'll stop their own personal move forward because, oh, you no, know, you know, my, my family's upset about that. I, they didn't like that changing me. And so that fear of other people's response. You know, when I worked in, in behavioral health and worked with adults, I w- worked with more than one person who had been in the system for a very long time. And they had utilized, been able to utilize their diagnosis and their economic status and their, their, their status period as a tool to navigate through the system, and my goal was always to teach them that they could operate outside the system, and so many times we would get so close to that place where they could finally step out of the system, and then they would back up, and I finally started asking them, are you, are you afraid to get better, and, what do you mean by that, and I go, well, what would you do with your time? If this isn't what you worried about, if this isn't what you concentrated on and focused every day on, what would you do? And uh, so fear plays into so many different ways, but I think, like both of you said, there's a way to recognize what their fear is and uh, just stand beside them. You know, sit beside them, put your hand down, go, we got room for that here, we'll walk you through that fear. I think sometimes that's the only way.
1: I think one of the most effective ways to deal with that situation is to be willing to step into their fear and meet them where they're at.
0: Amen. I mean, I think I think that's one of the barriers for coaching us. So many times we have an expectation that we're going to say the right thing and it's finally going to step up to our platform and instead what they really need is for us to step down to theirs and walk them up. Much more effective coach. Andrew, how about you?
2: yeah i absolutely uh, you know the things that you have mentioned that uh, you know change the fear of change uh, it it something which people are trying to change but uh, you know they think that it is challenging the identity that they have maintained for so long uh, you know trying to fit in in the society in their peers in their family and all of that and once um, that identity is being challenged i think that is where the fear roots in and sometimes subconsciously you know they are also being they are fearful thinking that that might uh make them not so likable especially the people pleases out there yeah. like me that is the most i would say the highest fear of you know maybe the other person won't like me for what i'm trying to change for myself into like
0: Mm, totally agree I love it and recognizing that I think there's so much power just in recognizing that's
2: true Mm -hmm. absolutely there's
0: so much freedom in it absolutely ladies I know that I could continue with this conversation and definitely I've had a great time I have a whole page of notes that I've written down thank you for all the wisdom that's been shared beautiful but we are regretfully at that place where we're going to have to wind down with respect to you our guests and respect to our audience and your time I'd love for you to always remember that were brought to you by Guided by Grace and enlighten Up. If we can serve you in some way, if you want to have a conversation with us, if you just need someone to talk to, we're interested in what you have to say. So please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. I'm going to take my close by saying thank you so much for your time and for ending your hopefully a beautiful day with us and sharing your wisdom and insight. I'm grateful for you traveling with us all the way from India, and thank you the space that you provide for people, and uh, I feel like I might hit you up about that social media fear one day, just just so you know. <laughs> <clears throat> Cassie. H- Cassie, how about you? How would you like to leave our audience today with fear?
1: Um, I think that I would, for usual, like to leave our audience with a challenge. Um, we've talked a lot today about change being scary, and that being something that Brings about fear. So if there is a, a situation in your life, a you know position in your life where change is required, and it scares you, inventory. Make a list. Make a pro and con list. Figure out why it scares you, and see if you can get past it.
0: Mm, beautiful. It got like chills. I love that one. You lay up the greatest challenges. They're so fun. I hope our audience takes heed and actually steps into your challenges, Cass. Beautifully laid out. And um, we would be honored if you would take the stage and close out our show for us. How would you like to give our audience today with fear?
2: Yeah. So, you know, as Cassie mentioned earlier, and I absolutely love the point that, you know, just recognizing and being able to be okay that you're fearful of something and it does not make you weak. So just go out there and today and think about the one thing that you think is the most, the thing that you are afraid of the most and you think that makes you look weak. But change your perspective, change your mindset around it and think that it does not make you look weak. It's just something, another obstacle as we have been discussing and you just have to overcome it. That's it. Thank you.